All right, we're going to get serious. <laughs> uh, we've been doing an ongoing um, series on our marriage call called The Couples in the Bible. And so when, we, when we're not um, being interrupted or preempted by something else that I feel like is, is pressing, we continue on, on our this series called The Couples in the Bible and just exploring in like that that um, married couples in the Bible have problems similar to the married couples like us, not in the Bible, 2014, um, that some problems, some issues are timeless, challenges are timeless. And, uh, and so we've been able to really extract some truth out of looking at these uh, godly couples, what they did right and what they Biblical couples, what they did right and what they did wrong. Okay, so uh, who remembers the last couple we dealt with? Anybody? Y'all all new on the line? Anybody remember the last couple we dealt with? Is it Sarah and Abraham? Sarah and Abraham, okay. So Bible scholars out there, who's the next couple? After Sarah and Abraham, biblically, anybody know? Sarah and Abraham, who's the next couple in the Bible? Come on, I know I got some MITs on the line. Pat, what's the next Bible couple, man? Y'all watch the Bible, the movie? Nobody know? Next biblical couple? Anybody going to take a guess? <laughs> hey, hey, Pastor, wasn't it, uh, you said after, you said after Abraham and Sarah? Mm-hmm. It was, uh, Noah and his wife, right? No, that's before Abraham. No, oh, that's no, right, that's right. Genesis 6. Anybody know? Uh, and we already did Noah. We already talked about Noah and his wife. Uh, what about uh, Leah and Jacob? Leah and Jacob? That's a couple couples down the line. We coming to them? Okay. Mm. Hey, Pastor, I think it's, is it Lot and his wife? Lot and his wife. Bingo! Ding, 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 ding. Good answer. Good answer. Let's go to um, uh, Genesis chapter 13. Genesis chapter 13. The next couple that's talked about in detail in the Bible, after Abraham and Sarah, and even during Abraham and Sarah, I mean, it's, it's kind of part of their story too. But, you know... You introduced Abraham and Sarah, then Lot and his wife. All right. Um, sometimes in the Bible we can tell the character of people earlier by what they do later. Let me say that again. Sometimes in the Bible you, you learn the character of what people were doing earlier by what they did later. For instance, Judas at one point objects 
with this woman who comes to watch Jesus' feet. And um, then we get a glimpse into the fact that he's the treasurer and that he's a thief, that he steals the money from the treasury. Now, well, you got to be bold to steal from Jesus because that money that um, that they were giving was to Jesus for his ministry, and Judas is stealing from the bag. And, and Malachi asks, will a man rob God? Right in his face. And of course, Jesus had word of knowledge. Judas knew that, that he knew stuff that nobody told him, and he was still knowing it. That's some bold stuff. But anyway, um, that kind of gives us a glimpse into uh, what he's going to do later, which is betray Jesus, or the fact that he betrays Jesus lets us know earlier that he was already um, he already had issues. People don't just come up with new issues. The issues are already there, and we talked about that in uh, in the um, the message. Um, what to do when your spouse is tripping. What to do when your spouse is tripping. I pray that um, that each of you have your spouse on the line, uh, if, there, if it's any way possible. Uh, Brother Brian, if it's any way possible, get your wife on the line or where she can hear this as well. Because this is going to be a, a couple's message. Okay, you're going to, both of y'all are going to need to hear this. So in any 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 in any uh how um this couple Lot and, and his wife, um, we can just tell you from the beginning it's not a happy ending. But there's some principles that we're gonna pull out of here that's gonna really deal with some of the things that we're dealing with uh in marriages in two thousand and fourteen. Two thousand and fourteen their problems were timeless. They did not have unique problems to us. Um, and a lot of the things that we'll probably pull out of this are things that you probably never heard any preacher deal with. You definitely can't deal with this over the pulpit on a Sunday because it's such a mixed crowd. And um, yet it's in the Bible, so we're going to deal with it. So if you go to, Ab- uh, go to uh, Genesis uh, chapter 13, it says, so Abraham left Egypt and followed north into Najib along with his wife and Lot and all that they owned. Verse 5. Now, this really ties into what we talked about last week, which is the eight stages of disloyalty. If you have not listened to that, I don't think I've posted it yet. I will post it today right after this message, along with this message. Man, you got to listen to that. You got to listen to it over and over. That should be a message that you reference over and over throughout your life, in your marriage, and even for other things, because it just really pulls out how disloyalty starts and, and those steps by which it begins. Now, I want you to see here, verse 5, it says, So Lot, who was traveling with Abraham, had also become very wealthy. Now, common sense right here in the scripture. Lot, 
who was traveling with Abraham, the, the, script, the Spirit of God puts that right there. He was traveling with Abraham, and so he became wealthy. Why did he become wealthy? Why did he become wealthy? Because of who he was with. He was with Abraham. Who was the blessing on? According to Genesis chapter 12. Who was the blessing on? The blessing was on Abraham. Because Genesis 12 verse 2 said, I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you and make you famous. And I will, I, and you will be a blessing to others. I will bless those who bless you. And I will curse those who curse you. So because Lot was with Abraham, uh, because God had already told Abraham that the blessing was on him, he put the blessing on him and then told him he was going to make him a blessing. And then everyone that blessed him, he was going to bless them. So there's no secret as to why Lot is being successful. Now, I want to say something right here. Me and my wife were talking about this uh, a few days ago, or uh, as recently as yesterday. We teach the priesthood of all believers. We teach that everybody can be gifted and everybody can have a gift and everybody, uh, God will use anybody, he'll use everybody, and everybody has a part, and it's true. But everybody's not the leader. Everybody is not the LeBron James on the team. It's just, I don't know why it's like that. I don't know why God chooses certain people to be that and certain people are chosen to be attached to the LeBron Jameses, you know. Certain people on, that, on the team, you know, they, 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 they're just going to be a Bosch or they're just going to be whoever else. I don't even know some of those guys' names. But everybody knows LeBron James. Okay, and 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 just the reason is that everybody's not going to be that head person. Everybody's not going to be that lead person. Everybody's not going to be that that go-to person. All right, but everybody has a part in the blessing. So the order that God does it many times, He puts the blessing on a person. Those persons become magnets. People are drawn to that. People were drawn to Abraham. As he as he as he left his country and he went he kept acquiring <laughs> everywhere he went, man. The king just gave him stuff. People attached themselves to him. People wanted to be around him. His people was blessed, the slaves, everybody they were having more babies and multiplying. He became a great nation. God chose Abraham. He did not choose Lot. He chose Abraham. But Lot, as long as Lot was connected to Abraham, as long as Lot was, he knew his place, um, he was blessed. When God wants to bless your life, I need every couple on this line and listen to this. You need to write this down and notate this. I've said it a thousand times, seems like. At my church and other places, people seem not to, not to get this. When God wants to bless you, he will send a person. When God wants to bless you, he will send a person into your life. God wanted to bless Lot. He sent Abraham. 
He wanted to bless Lot and his wife. He sent Abraham. Now, it's no arrogance. I've heard some of you guys in your opening statements tell me something good. Refer to, man, Pastor, just thank God for sending you in our life, and you've been such a blessing to our marriage. That's who God told us we would be. We would, God would bless us, and we would be a blessing to people. That's what we want to do. But it's so funny. It's so funny how the source of blessing, those people that God will place in a person's life to be a blessing, that many times there becomes a problem. Now, if God's wanting to bless you with a person, the devil wants to uh, curse you. So what will he do? when, If God sends an Abraham into your life, into you and your marriage, your, your, you, your, your spouse, your, your husband, your wife, if he sends an Abraham to you, that's a blessing to you. I mean, and see, here's the thing about Abraham. When God sent Abraham to Lot, everything in Lot's life was blessed. Everything got blessed. This is how you know the person that God sends you. Because when you start interacting with them, your marriage gets better, your children start acting better, your wife start acting better, your husband start acting better. Finances get better, you start increasing, you start growing, you start doing things right, things start working, you get healed, you get miracles. And we're dealing with, we, I'm, I'm sure there are people on the line that can, that can testify to all of those things. And it's not us, it's the God in us, um, you know, it's not our church, it's the God in the church. But God planted us, we're the leaders, I mean, this is it, Okay. And, and, and you know, we, we're very down to earth and all of that, but we know that we, and we know the people that are supposed to attach themselves to us so that they can get blessed. The blessing is in a person because people carry the presence of God. Ooh, if you're writing, write that down. People carry the presence of God. God said many times, I will live in them. I will walk in them. Jesus said, I send the door and knock if any man come in. I will come in to him. People carry the presence of God. People carry the anointing. The Bible says over, Paul said it over in one of his epistles, that we, are, we have treasure in earthen vessels. We're earth, but there's treasure in us. Okay? So people carry the blessing of God. People carry the presence of God. All you got to do is look around. Which person in your life that has God used to bring blessing in your life, these are the people you need to stay connected to. These are the people you need to always honor. These are the people you need to always listen to. And we can look at it from the standpoint of just from the fact of, you know, mom and daddy. I mean, your mother and daddy is the greatest source of blessings in your life. I don't care how you feel about them. I don't care what you think they did or what they did wrong, all those things. They got you here. That's the number one source of blessing. That's why you should always honor them. They got you here. If they put you up for adoption, they got you here. But they neglected me. They abused me. They didn't kill you. You're still here. 
If you was born after 1970, they could have legally aborted you. If you was born before 1970, they could have illegally aborted you. You still got here. You should honor them. That's why the Bible says you honor the first source of blessing in your life. At some point they fed you. At some point they did something right because you're still here. You honor them. Honor your mother and your father that it may be well with thee, that it may be well with thee. Some of us are very disloyal to our mother and father based on what we think. We live in a society that is totally dishonoring to mothers and fathers, to parents. People get old, we put them in a nursing home. We forget about them. We don't visit them. Somebody else take care of them. We don't have time. We are totally dishonoring in, in our country. Asian countries and stuff like that, I mean, they don't do that kind of stuff. Mexico, Hispanics, they don't do that kind of stuff. One of the lowest populations in the nursing home are Asian and Hispanics because in their culture they honor their parents and grandparents. And many times you see an extended situation living in a home with them. So now they got built-in babysitter and everything because grandma's living right there because they're taking care of her. But we're so dishonoring. Say anything, okay? Greatest source of blessing in your life, mother and father. Always honor them. Honor them financially. Do stuff for them. Don't forget birthdays. Don't forget father. Forget mother. Forget Mother's Day. All right. So, <clears throat> But with Lot, see, Lot and his wife, they were disloyal. <laughs> they were disloyal people. Um, and we get a clue about the wife's character at the end. But it was very interesting. And, you know, I hadn't watched the, um, the modern, the, the Bible, the miniseries that was done. I hadn't watched it until this year, you know. So I, I get on my treadmill, and I just have to, you know, you got to go for 45 minutes to an hour, so you just watch something long, you know. <laughs> so on Netflix, I started watching the Bible series. And it was it was a lot of good on that I, I, that I saw. It was, it was kind of violent, though. Uh, I mean, it, it really uh, highlighted the violence, I guess. And for Hollywood, that's what makes a show good. Uh, or people want to watch it, but one of the things that that was brought out, they dealt with the story of Abraham and Lot, and uh, I, I liked how they characterized that wife. They didn't wait to the end to show a character. They showed it along the way, and so what we saw in the, in the, in the, in the miniseries, what they brought out was that that wife was a negative influence the whole time, and he kept telling Lot, she kept telling Lot stuff, you know, according to the miniseries, that this is not biblical. The only time we really see that wife acting out is, is at the end. But uh, during the miniseries, during this part where Abraham and Lot get ready to separate, um, they portrayed her as having a lot of influence, and this may have been true, because wives don't just be quiet, you know. They have stuff to say. And, um, so anyway, according to Genesis chapter 13, um, verse 5, Lot, who was traveling with Abraham, had also become very wealthy. Once again, why did he become very wealthy? Because he was with Abraham. That's exactly what the script is pulling out. You would not even be where you are, Lot, 
had you not gone with Abraham. You would not be very wealthy had you not been with Abraham. So why are you getting ready to start tripping? Total disloyalty to the person that brought him along. Total disloyalty. You know, dance with the one that brought you, that whole thing. You know, you take a girl to a party, and you spend all that money on her, and then here she is dancing with six other dudes. That's total disloyalty. You dance with the person that brought you. Lie. Dance with the man that brought you along and made you rich, which is Abraham. You should stay with him. That's not what's getting ready to happen. So Lot, who was traveling with Abram, had also become very wealthy with flocks and sheep and herds and cattle and many tents. But the land could not support both Abram and Lot with all their flocks and herds living so close together. So disputes broke out between the herdsmen of Abram and Lot. Now, uh, in the miniseries version that they, they just did, uh, released a couple years ago, when they were showing this part, that wife started talking to Lot. Hey, Lot, you know, we need to get away from Abram and them, man. They, they trying to, you know, and they, 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 they hurting our, our servants, you know, they stealing our flocks. And, you know, she started just whispering little innuendos and things to cause a rift between uh, Lot and Abraham. And secretly, it seemed like she wanted her own land anyway. She, she didn't want to be second. She, she wanted to be the first lady. She wanted to be Sarah. She wanted to be, you know, she, she, she wanted them to have their own. We got enough now. We can go on our own. We can be, we can be like what Abraham and, and Sarah are. We can be Lot and Miss Lot, whatever her name was. <laughs> they never even named the whole thing. So what we talked about last week, eight stages of disloyalty, the first stage is what? The independent spirit. The rules of the group don't apply to us. So there's strife. Disputes broke out between the herdsmen of Abraham and Lot. And uh, in, the, in the movie, man, they was beating each other to, to a bloody pulp, man. It was just got outrageous, okay? Um, between the herdsmen, Abraham and Lot. At the time, the Canaanites and Perizzites were also living in the land. Finally, um, Abraham said to Lot. So, you know, there's another version that says strife broke out between Lot and Abraham. If you're writing this down, if you're writing, write this down. Strife can only live when there's a conflict in belief systems. The conflict of two belief systems causes strife. I believe it would be better if we do it this way. You believe it's better if we do it that way. We don't believe the same thing. So that causes strife. That, that causes a disagreement. Okay? So, they, they you know, they didn't believe. Uh, uh, Abram wasn't having any problem, but Lot and his people and all of that, um, it was a conflict. And so Abraham said, look, let's not allow this conflict to come between us or our husband. After all, we're close relatives. The whole countryside is open to you. Take your choice of any section of the land you want, and we will separate. If you want the land to the left, then I'll take the land to the right. If you prefer the land on the right, then I'll go to the land on the left. Now, here... 
here, here is the mark of a truly blessed person. They have a big spirit. Look, brother, let's not have no conflict. So Abraham basically let him know, look, brother, now, I, you know, I don't need y'all. <laughs> y'all can go whichever way it works, and I'm going to still be blessed. Lot doesn't have the sense to understand. No, see, his, his response should have been, no, uh, Abraham, let's not separate because everything I've gotten, I got it because of you, because I was connected to you. Let's let's stay together and let's work it out. And, and, and you know, I tell my husband to chill out. I mean, we, you know, since since the blessing comes from you anyway, your husband and your cattle get the first pick of the land, whatever y'all allow us to have, and we'll we'll stay and you know, we'll we'll use that land. And and, and, and I will handle my men. That should have been his response. But his response was not that. His response was, oh, I'm getting ready to get an advantage over Abraham. Because Abraham said, whichever way you pick, I'll pick the other and still be blessed. He basically said, whatever you do or don't do will not stop my blessing. Because he was the one in authority. He was the one with the blessing on him. So then, uh, Lot goes, well, let's see. Hmm. Lot took a long look at the fertile plains of the Jordan Valley. whole area was well watered, like the Garden of the Lord, like the Garden of Eden, or the beautiful land of Egypt. Now, 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 now see, this is this loyalty right here. He sees the land that's the best land in his own eyes. He doesn't tell Abraham, hey, man, why don't you take this land? Because the blessing is on you and you've been such a blessing to me. Uh Uh-uh. He said, no, I'm going to take the best land. (laughs) Boy, this is a sucker, right? Just like a joker. You done poured your life into them. You done helped them. You done blessed them. They done been made rich, the whole thing. And now he's given his option to choose. He chooses what looks like the best land, which was not the best land. Um, And it was actually Sodom and Gomorrah. This was before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. Lot chose for himself the whole Jordan Valley to the east of them. And he went there with his flock serves and parted company with his uncle Abram. So Abram settled in the land of Canaan, which was the promised land anyway. And Lot moved his tent to the place near Sodom and settled among the cities of the plain. But the people of this area were extremely wicked and constantly sinned against the Lord. Every couple on this line, I need you to listen to Pastor Randy today. Please hear me. When God wants to bless you as a couple, he's going to send some people into your life. Generally, another strong couple. In this case, a pastor and his wife. Pastor Ryan, this is Virginia. And this is not arrogance. We just know who we are because God told us, just like he told Abraham, we know who we are, okay? Now, 
<clears throat> what the devil is going to do is he's going to do different things at different points to try to cause strife. Or, you know, Pastor Ron, they was tripping on the line today. I, I really didn't agree with what they said and blah, blah, blah. You know, they, they really need to do it like this. Then, then the critical spirit come in, you know, the eight stages and blah, blah, blah. You know, I just think, all right, that's going to constantly be attention. The devil's going to constantly do that. And if we're not that person to y'all, if we're not Abraham to y'all, then God has another couple or somebody that's an Abraham to you. But he's, the devil's going to constantly try to bring division between you and that couple, or you and that person. That's, that's all. He, and, and he's going to try to get you away from them. He's going to try to get you away from them because he knows if he can get you away from the God influence in your life, then he can destroy you by putting you in the influence of ungodly people. Every time people leave godly influence, they go into an ungodly influence. So, yeah, people leave our church and go back to the old Baptist church, the old time way. Ain't nobody got no Holy Ghost. Ain't nobody preaching nothing. But it's comfortable. Or they leave our church where we're talking truth and all that. They go to one of these big mega churches, 10,000 people. Don't nobody know their name. Ain't nobody holding them accountable. Don't nobody care if they tithe or don't tithe or give or don't give or praise or don't praise. Show up or don't show up. That's comfortable. You know, I just, I think our season is up here. You know, we just, you know, Lakewood is a good place. We just, you know, we have some friends at work that go there and, Let's just go there for a time, you know. I mean, Pastor Randy, I mean, you know, it was good for uh, y'all. Listen to me. I'm telling you in advance what's going to happen. I'm telling you in advance what's going to happen. When God sends you godly influence, the devil's going to always constantly try to pull you away. Now, we know the end of the story. He goes to what he thought was a better place. Let's make it very plain. They go to what they, what she thought or what he thought was the better. They go to where they thought was, <coughs> you know, better maritally. But oh yeah, you know, this, oh yeah, see these guys, you know, he's he's talking very professional, you know. You know, Pastor Randy's kind of rough, you know. You know, and they're. They're, they're 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 telling us things based on the latest research and you know just not all in your business and not you know not always talking about this or that you know just you know mhm yeah and then you end up in the council of the ungodly I remember years ago. I wrote. I had a list I wrote down of every person I believe God sent into my life. Those are the relationships I wanted to guard. Those are the relationships I wanted to maintain. I still got that list in my prayer journal, <laughs> and I look at it from time to time. And every person that was on the list that's not on it today, they chose to depart. They changed. I didn't. I tried to reserve, preserve the relationship as much as I could. 
but they chose to leave. You got to mark those people that God has used to be a blessing into your life. And you got to preserve that relationship. You got to honor their protocol. Because that's going to preserve the relationship and that's going to continue to give you access. One of the protocols, obviously, to being in a relationship with Abraham was he did not like strife. So when he started, when, when Lot and them started bringing strife, then he lost access to Abraham. Abraham said, man, you got to get out of here. Wait, let's, let's separate because it's not working. But it wasn't working because Lot didn't know his place. Lot and them thought they was Abraham and Sarah. No, you lied. You blessed because of lot. And y'all, we can get into the fair, unfair. I, I don't know why God does things the way he do. I don't know why he chooses things. I don't know why he gives one man five talents, another man two talents, another man one talent. I don't know why he makes one man a pastor and he makes another person to be in the helps ministry. I don't know why, but he does it as he chooses. But you better recognize it. There's only one president of the United States. But there's congressmen, there's a vice president, there's a speaker of the house. Everybody better know their role. You're not the president when you're the speaker of the house. You're not the president when you're the vice president. You're the vice president. you blessed to bring your family into the White House with the president. But you're not the first family. So don't get mad when you're not treated like the first family. Because you're not the first family. You're the vice president. <laughs> Everybody plays their role. Everybody has a place. And we'll see later on that because of what Lot did in the very next chapter, chapter 14, Lot gets into trouble. Abraham goes and rescues Lot. The source of blessing has to come out of come come out of hiding again and come get you and bless you and get bring you out of captivity. Now me and my wife have seen this over and over. You go and do that for people that have been disloyal, they've left you. You go and help them again, and they still are disloyal. Now, according to the movie, after Abraham goes and rescues Lot. Um, Abraham said, man, Lot, just come on back. Come on back with us. This is according to the movie. This is not biblical. According to the movie. But his wife, once again, no, 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 Lot, we can make it. You know, we don't, we don't go back to that. You know, didn't have enough land and our people arguing with them. And according to the movie, he listens to his wife again, disloyal. But we don't know if that's true according to the movie, but I remember reading this over and over. I've read it several times, and I remember thinking, okay, if Abraham had to rescue him from Sodom and Gomorrah, why he don't just go back with Abraham? I remember thinking that. Like, this is your place of blessing, dum-dum. Can't you see? You separated from him. You got in trouble. He came back, got you out of trouble, why don't you just go back with him? That doesn't make sense. 
But he doesn't. He doesn't. He maintains that independent spirit. Listen to me. No man is an island. No man stands alone. One of the reasons why many couples do not make it now, and many of y'all were not making it, especially the black man syndrome, you know, it's hard to get a black man to go to counseling. I don't need nobody in my business. I don't want nobody telling me what to do. I don't need nobody. See, we don't want to come under anything. We don't want nobody telling us nothing. And so that's why a lot of your friends and those other people who are struggling in their marriage, that's why they don't get no help because they don't recognize when God sends them a person to bless them, sends them a couple to bless them. They don't want to come under that. They don't want to be accountable. They don't want to have to listen to somebody else. So this is what happened to Lot and his wife. They don't want to listen. He went, got and rescued them, brought them out. They still, yeah, okay, thank you. Thank you, Abraham. Okay. All right. We'll see you later. Really? Bro, I just saved your life again? He doesn't honor him. He doesn't give him anything. Now, the Bible says he, he's been made rich by Abraham. He doesn't give him any money. He doesn't give him cattle. He gives him nothing to show appreciation. The king of Sodom comes back and tries to give Abraham something. He said, no, I don't want nothing for you. In other words, I don't have covenant with you. I don't have an agreement with you. Lot offers nothing, not even his loyalty, not even an apology. Man, I should have never left. Nothing. Here's what you do. Every couple on this line, you better identify. And generally, it's going to be a church. Identify the church where the Lord is sending you. Identify the pastor and the wife that the Lord is sending you under. Get there. Get planted. Stay there. Listen to what they're telling you to do. And then wisdom. Just take inventory. Since we've been here, since we've been listening, since we've been apart, have we been blessed? That's a simple, that, y'all, that's, it's no gray area right there. There's no 50 shades of gray. Either you have or you haven't. Did we get a miracle? Have we been healed? Has, have our finances increased? Has our marriage gotten better? Have our children gotten better? Has anybody got a promotion? That's all you got to look at. Because blessings are not internal. Blessings are external. They can be seen. You can quantify them and qualify them. How much more money am I making now since we connected to this ministry or till we connected, since we connected with this person or this pastor and his wife or this couple? Everything in the kingdom of God is about mentoring. Everything in the kingdom of God. And we don't call it mentoring in the kingdom of God. We call it discipleship. 
Jesus said, go and make disciples. Everything in the kingdom is about being connected to somebody that was connected to Jesus as they connect you to Jesus. The only way we're Christians right now is because Jesus poured his life into 12 men, and one of them was a devil. So 11 men took what Jesus told them, and they told other folk, and they made disciples of other folk. Those folks that they made disciples of, they took that message and made disciples of other folk. That's how we're Christians today. It all started with one of the apostles. We can trace back our salvation back to one of those uh, 11 apostles that kept spreading the gospel. If they had stopped, we wouldn't be Christians today. We wouldn't even have a Bible. We didn't even know who Christ was. So, so when God wants to bless you, he's going to send you a person. I was led to Christ by a person. You was led to Christ by a person. But the Bible says in the last days, men will be truth breakers. They'll be covenant breakers. They'll be fierce, only loving themselves, have no loyalty, no honor, none of that. And I'm telling you right now, if I'm not your man, if, we, if, if I'm not Abraham in your life, if me and my wife is not Abraham, sir, then, man, go find somebody. Don't come on the line anymore. Don't rest till you find somebody. But when you find those people, you lock in. And for that first season, you assess, have things gotten better in my marriage? Have things gotten better with my wife, my husband? Have things gotten better financially? Just do the assessment. If it has, you lock in, and you never let the devil come between that relationship. Don't let strife, disagreement, whatever, you never let it come between that relationship. Because, man, that's your place of blessing. <laughs> so we're going to dig off into some more mistakes they made next week. Any comments, any questions? Time is up. Any comments or questions? Every young couple needs an older couple mentoring them. That's that's one of the dreams of our ministry, that we will have a marriage mentorship program. Uh, when we you know, when we grow into the hundreds and stuff like that, where people young couples can be mentored by a older couple who is strong and stable. Any questions or comments? Hey, Pastor, you know, know, let's sit back and think. And like everything that you were saying, it was like, check, check, (laughs) check, check, check. So, man, it's a lot of truth in uh, what you said today. Praise all I, God. All I can do is just check. All I can do is just check off everything. Amen. So, thank you. You can if you can. Amen. Just, just do it. Hey, look. 
We ain't twisting nobody. Um, no strings attached. Look, look, you know. <laughs> but we know who we are in the body, and we know what God called us to do, and that's what we're doing. Amen. Uh, it's asked, um, it's funny. Well, it's it's a blessing that you reinstate that and um and bring bring that to to our remembrance. Um, I know just from me being linked up with you and um, your person connects to God and always has the best interests of God at heart. Um, I, I reaped a whole bunch of blessings just by being connected with you, and I believe I said that to you uh, a couple of days ago. It's not yeah. Ago, yeah. So. Just, but just to remember that, and, I mean, that, that's so powerful. Um, and for that, man, I mean, I always, well, um, not be in debt to you, but, I mean, I always honor you for that. I mean, because had I not, had you not been connected with God, had, and had I not been willing to obey God and listen to God, I would have missed out on so many blessings, mm-hmm. so many blessings. So um, everybody online, what Pastor saying is true. I'm living it. Um, like I said, <laughs> like Pastor be saying, you know, I'm kind of secretive, but I will disclose um, some of the things as they transpire because I do want to help. I do want my testimony to help other people to understand and uh, see how relative it is and how practical it is what, what Pastor just was speaking about. Amen. And listen, God, it's all glory to God. It ain't glory to, to us. We just serve the God. We don't. We don't have anything that God didn't give us. So we're just using what God gave us to help other people. But it's in the person's best interest. See, it was in Lot's best interest to stay connected to Abraham. Abraham did not benefit from, from Lot at all. You read that whole story. He never benefits from Lot. Matter of fact, it would have been better for Abraham if Lot never came because he would never got uh, – uh, he would have never gotten involved in these, these wars and conflicts that delayed what God wanted to do for him. You know, that those things delayed what God wanted to do for Abraham. And matter of fact, God told him to leave all his kinsmen, but he took Lot. He let Lot come. So, you know, Abraham was not benefited by Lot. Lot was benefited by Abraham. So even if Lot just maintained a selfish motive throughout, if he could see the fact that he was being blessed by being connected to Abraham, he would have stayed there, you know. And and so, you know, it's your it's to your benefit to stay connected to those people, those ministries that are blessing you. Matter of fact, that's the only reason most people stay connected. <laughs> and, and, and as leaders, it's very sobering, you know, me and my wife. We know that the people, a lot of people, you know, the people at the church, you know, they said, we love you, we love you. But generally speaking, people love what, what, what the benefit is. I mean, and that's just true. There's no benefit, then why am I staying connected here? And, and that's a sobering thought for leaders. But then, number two, they let you know these are not your people. Number three, they keep you accountable to God to make sure that you're doing what's right so that the power can continue to flow through your life to help people. Because people are not there for you. They're not there for Rondi and Regina. They're there for Jesus. It just so happened that God has used us to be the conduit of, for, of Jesus in their life. And they can see the benefit. We stop flowing Jesus. We stop uh, being a carrier of the anointing then there's no benefit for those people. 
You see? But but the blessing of God was on Abraham. Everything he did, it, it was blessed. Every every person he touched was blessed. So <clears throat> so that's that's the that's the point. The point is not to ingrandize ourselves because we're nothing. Without God, we can do nothing. We are nothing. You know, we're only dust. Our life is but a vapor. We're here today. We're going to be gone tomorrow. You know, only what we do for Christ is going to last. That's it. So you find that person and you stay with them. You stay connected to them. Even if they tell you some hard things or some stuff, you oh, man, I can't, ugh, that was rough. Man, you stay with it. Because many times it's those things that God will use to bless you at another level, to take you to another level of blessing. God bless you today. Regina, close us out. Comment, prayer. Yeah, I just wanted to um, make a comment on what you said about pastors. You know, one of the things that, when when you start uh, leading people in any capacity, the first thing that God wants to know is, are you going to do exactly what he tells you to do, and are you going to say exactly what he tells you to say? And um, that's the thing that we've always um, tried to do from the very beginning, um, line ourselves up with God, do exactly what he tells us to do, and say exactly what he tells us to say. And we don't take the lives of people uh, lightly, and we don't take it for granted uh, when the people that God has entrusted us with. And um, one thing that we take very seriously is not uh, letting the people of God being uh, abused under our leadership. <clears throat> I think one of the things that Pastor said, he would uh, announce um, every Sunday when we first started, is that, you know, KCOH Kingdom Church is going to be a place of safety. Um, and I forget exactly how he said it, but um, you can bring your your wives and your children and they will be safe. And so um, with that being said, every, you know, taking into account everything that Pastor talked about this morning um, in relation to Abraham and Lot, um, the most important thing that, that you can do to know that uh, you are what God wants you to be is uh, take an inventory. And when you take that inventory, um, and you see that it pans out, you do the same thing that we've committed to do, doing exactly uh, what God tells you to do and saying exactly what he, what he tells you to say. And that's how the kingdom of God is built, on those principles. And that's what we're all about, and that's, we, that's what we want in our lives, and that's what we want to see in the lives of those that are connected uh, to us the kingdom of God being made manifest in the earth. That's our desire. And um, that should be yours, too. So we're going to pray, and um, we're going to pray for God's wisdom to continue um, to recognize the will of God for your lives. Father, we thank you today, Lord. We thank you for the lesson on today, Father. We thank you for the example that you've given us, everything that you've put in your word 
It's for example, it's um, so that we can apply the things to our lives, Father God, and um, be the better for it, Lord. We thank you for the example in the Bible of the relationship of Abraham and Lot, Father. We thank you, Father God, that uh, through that word, Lord, that um, we can just learn, Father God, that we don't have to walk in the curse, Lord. We can stay in the blessing, God. All we have to do is um, adjust our hearts and line our wheels up with you um, and and just stay over in that blessing side and, and continue to take inventory in our lives, continue to take inventory and take notice of, of where the blessing is and uh, walk in wisdom, uh, have have your wisdom in, in taking that inventory and just knowing knowing where you are for us, Father. And, um, Lord, I just thank you, Lord. I thank you for um, all of those that are on the line, all of the couples, God, who have made up their minds, Father God, that they're going to follow you and they're, they're going to stay with you, Lord. They're not going to... Um, side with the devil and become an enemy of you, Father God, but they're going to they're gonna stay on, on God's side, and Father, they're going to stay with you. They're going to walk in your will. They're going to walk in your wisdom, Lord, and then, Father God, they're going to reap the benefits of your blessing, and we just thank you for it. We love you, Father God. We thank you for all the homes that are represented on the line today. We thank you that they are blessed, Father God. We thank you, Lord, that they are obedient, and they walk according to your will and to your word, Lord. We love you, God. We give you praise, honor, and glory. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Um, before we get off, uh, we have the uh, black shirts, um, but we're, we're making them. The black shirts, uh, I love my wife, I love my husband. Uh, we got the white ones, I love my wife, I love my husband. Um, and we just started a, a whole line of T-shirts called Theophobic Wear, which uh, kind of counters the whole you guys are homophobic. No, we, we fear God. We don't fear that. But also just a whole bunch of principles uh, that, you know, we fear God. We believe in marriage. Um, there's a new shirt that uh, we are um, printing called I Still Believe in Marriage. It's very nice. Um, and uh, we're going to make those available on our website, WaitingDatingMania.com or LastGenerationPublishing.com. Um, and so... If you want one of those shirts, um, go to our site. Uh, it should be up uh, by probably tomorrow. Um, and uh, also, you can come to the church. We'll have them. We'll have them there. Okay. Um, so let us know which size you want. With whatever if you want to order them online, you can order them online. If you're at the church, let us know which size so we can make your size and uh, have them available for you. All right. Uh, and I, I think they were. I, I don't even know the price. I'm sorry. Were they fifteen dollars? Were they twenty dollars? Who remembers? No, I love my. Whatever that price was. But it, it'll be online. It, it, you know, all all that'll be online. I want you to wear those shirts as a witness, witnessing tool. Uh, especially, I love my husband. I love my wife's shirts. Um. And then I, I still believe in marriage. Um, it actually has, uh, it's very nice. It's different colors, like three or four different colors. Um, but then at the bottom of the front, it has the marriage call every Saturday morning, uh, 10 a.m. Central. It's on there with the number. 
so that if people, you know, if you're out and people just want to, you know, they want to join the, the call, they can, you know, it's right there, the information's right there, and they can join us on Saturday mornings. And this should be a conversation piece. Um, and on the back, it'll have uh, Theophobic Wear, our logo that uh, we uh, created and everything. It's very nice. Um, we want to continue to, you know, just spread the word and just be a positive influence um, for marriage in, 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 in our country, in our city, in our churches, you know. Just be that positive influence um, and, and start some discussions and, you know, hey, man, what, you know, where'd you get the T-shirt, whatever? Tell them about the marriage call. All right, God Pastor. bless you guys. Yes. Pastor, the shirts yes. are 15. The shirts are 15. Okay, the shirts are 15. Shirts are $15. So um, however you need to communicate that with us, sizes, whatever, uh, you know, you can email us at kingdomchurchofhouston at gmail or uh, just wait till it's up on our waitingdatingmatingsite.com, waitingdatingmatingsite.com site. And, uh, uh, but please make sure you get at least a pair of shirts for you and your husband or you and your wife. I love my wife. I love my husband. And uh, uh, we'd like you to also get the shirt, I Still Believe in Marriage. All right. God bless you guys. We'll see you guys next week.